Hey, y'all. Father and Robbie and Ella here. Hey. Just uh, wanted to give you a quick note before this episode. Um, we're a little bit late on delivery. Yeah. But we are still learning how to be podcasters. Because this is our first time, I mean. Exactly. Um, and But we wanted, the reason that we um, wanted to give you this special note um, is because the uh, sound quality for our episode didn't turn out great, um, but it's the content is really good, and so we still wanted to share it. Um, but um, just like I said, we're still learning yep. about how to be podcasters. So um, okay. we hope that you can hear uh, this and that you understand what's being said, and that um, and that you're able to um, to hear it. Yeah. I, I already said that. Able to hear it. Yeah. I already said that. Right. Yeah. But but I do. But I hope they're we, able to we hear hope it twice. You're able to hear it. Yeah. I hope we also hope you enjoy it. We hope you enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah. it's really meaningful and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love it. All right. Well, enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Hey everybody! Welcome to uh, Car Ride Catechesis uh, Special, our very first special episode. And our special guest is Father John. Father John Rube from Apostles Anglican Church. Good to have you with us. Well, it's good to be here. I feel honored to be your first special yes, guest. Yes, yeah. we're honored to have you as our first special guest. Um, we have All Saints Day coming up, right? Um, we do indeed. When is that? That will be November 1st. All right, November 1st. Because October 31st is what? Halloween. Halloween, which means what? Oh, I got you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween comes from All Hallows' Eve. It is the night before the eve of All Hallows' All Saints' Day. Oh, so that's why it's... So October 31st gets us ready to celebrate All Hallows' All Saints' Day on November 1st. Ah. So is that why Halloween is on October 31st? That's correct has to be the day before. Our celebrations often start the day before the actual feast. So, for example, uh, the vigil, the great vigil of Easter, that wonderful celebration we have, actually starts on Saturday night. Leads us into the celebration of Easter on Sunday morning. So a lot of our feasts start the evening before. Okay. Called the Vigil of the Feast. So you can think of Halloween as the Vigil of the Feast of All Saints Day. Kind of like we have New Year's Eve and New Year's. There you go. Exactly. Christmas Eve and Christmas. New Year's Eve. New Year's Day. My understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, my understanding is that one of the reasons that people dress up for Halloween or All Hallows' Eve is because traditionally people would dress up like saints, saints that had passed on, and that tradition morphed into what we have today. Yeah. I, I suspect that's right. Yeah. But I don't think any of the saints were princesses and dragons. That's true. I said morphed. Well, <laughs> well there, there are dragons in stories of the saints. That's true. If you look right over here, one of the icons that I have in my office is of St. George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And the famous stories of St. George slaying the dragon, symbolic of, of trampling down evil. So you can dress as a dragon 
for All Hallows, All Hallows Eve. As long as you have somebody else who's also dressed as St. George. George. <laughs> you, can dress, you can dress as a dragon if the costume includes a spear through you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so all, so all Saints Day is coming up on the 1st, um, and we thought we would include that um, as a special episode because... You know, we do talk about in the creek in on our regular podcast. We have a, a blower going outside, um, so um, you may hear that. But um, in our regular podcast, um, we talk about um, and we, we do the creek and we, we talk about the resurrection of the dead and we talk about the um, talk about the the church, the saints, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's also recognized as one of the important feast days. Um, in the church calendar. It's one of four days that are especially appropriate for baptism in the church. Hmm. Uh, my own daughter was baptized uh, on All, All uh, Saints Day. Really? Uh, on the Sunday of All That's Saints neat. Day. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's cool. Okay, so um, what, is, what is All Saints Day? Well, let me first ask uh, a question that really needs to be asked yeah. before that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to ask Ella. Um, what are saints? When you hear saints, what do you think about? I think of I think of like the people I see. Like you have those little pictures over there, and I mm-hmm. think kind of like of those people. And then, um, like in the church, we have the Saint Peter and Saint Paul. Right. I kind of think of those people, like like the people who did good for Jesus and God. Great, and and that's absolutely right. Now, let me ask you another question, though. You talk about we have pictures. What about when you look in the mirror? There's a picture there in front of you. So here's Ella looking in the mirror, seeing Ella. Mm -hmm. Are you looking at a saint? I don't know. It seems like like that's determined a little bit later in life, seeing how. I'm saying, like, when I look around, when I look around, there are special places, and it's mostly in a church that you see these photos of these guys who have, who have and usually, girls and girls. Yeah, I usually see guys. Look over here. Oh. Who, who do you see right there? I don't know. Well, there's Saint Mary, Mary. mother of our Lord, and wow. Saint John the Baptist. <laughs> All right. And there's Saint oh. Teresa. I don't never say her oh. name right, but I love. Teresa, uh, do you know how to say that? It's Teresa, uh, yeah. Or, or Teresa Blessed. That, that one, that, yeah. That yeah. One, the little flower. Mm-hmm. And there's Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so you think of the, mm-hmm. when you see the pictures here in different churches. Yeah, I see, it's like I see those people and I see them a lot. And so I'm, I'm mainly just assuming but, I mean, on some of it, it will be labeled, like, St. Peter, St. Paul, mm-hmm. St. John. I asked you kind of a trick question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but let me explain why I asked it. We think, oftentimes, of saints as being those old dead people, you know, that, that were really faithful. And maybe they're dead because they were faithful. They were martyrs. You know, they, they were killed for the faith. And, and so we say there's something really special about them. And we need to honor them because they were just exceptionally holy and faithful to the Lord. 
and they're worthy of our honor and respect. And that's absolutely true. But in the New Testament, we see other saints. Um, Paul writes a letter to, to a church in Corinth. And man, that church is a mess. I mean, it's just a mess. There are all kinds of divisions. They can't get along with one another. They're suing one another in the courts. Uh, there's all kinds of, of bad behavior. Some of them are even going into pagan temples where there are idols and having feasts there. It's just a real mess. And yet when Paul writes the letter to them, he addresses it to the saints in Corinth. He's talking about them. In, in all of that mess and muddle, he's saying, yeah, but you're saints because you are God's people in Christ. Now that's what we really mean when we say a saint. Is this person dedicated to God in Jesus Christ? Are they part of God's holy people? And if so, they're saints. So, Ella, when you look in the mirror, you are seeing Saint Ella looking back at you. Okay? I want you to start calling your father Saint Dad. <laughs> or Saint Rob or Saint something. You'll have to you'll Saint have to, Robbie. You'll, you'll have to work that out. Uh, but but I want you to think about all these people who are sitting around in church with you in the pews. All the people that, that are coming forward for communion with you. Those are the saints. So you don't have to be dead to be a saint. You don't have to be a martyr to be a saint. You have to be in Christ Jesus and living faithfully to what you say you believe. That makes you a saint, being part of the people of God. So now in that big group of people, there are some who do it really well, you know, who live really faithful lives and lives we'd say that are just exceptionally holy and good. There are people, and there I'm sure there are people here in our church that you look to as examples and you say, well, that person really loves Jesus. I want to be like that person. Or you just know that this one person over here is really um, dedicated to prayer. Wow. Man, I wish I could pray like that person, you know. Or someone out here really cares for the poor, and you say, that's worthy of honor. All right? Those are the people that we want to imitate. I was reading Philippians this morning, and knowing that we were going to do this podcast, this, this caught my eye. Paul is writing to the church in Philippi, and he says, Brothers, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. So Paul's saying there's some people that are worth honoring by imitation. You want to be like them. Now, I would never say to anyone in church here, oh, join in imitating me. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but I might say, all of us, let's join together in imitating Paul or Peter or John or St. Francis or St. Benedict or some of these other people. Now, those are the ones that we call the saints. Okay. The ones that the church together has said, this person is really living a faithful life. This person is worthy of imitating. Those are the people we remember, especially on All Saints Day. And like that's why I see their pictures around everywhere? That's exactly right. Um, we see pictures to remind us of, of what's possible. I, I once heard someone say... Um, 
you can't be what you can't see. And I think that's, that's really important. If I don't know something is possible, then I probably won't accomplish it. But if I can see that someone else has done it, oh, then I know, well, it's possible for me too. Right. So we are to imitate Christ. Well, what does that mean? Well, look at this guy. Look at St. Francis. Look at St. Therese of Lisieux. Look at all of these other people out there that we can point to that have done it and done it well and now imitate them as they imitated Christ. And so, yeah, we keep these pictures in front of us. We keep these stories in front of us. So at our noon Eucharist on, on Wednesdays, we often tell the stories of saints. We, we want to keep these images and these stories in front of us because it says, here's what's possible. For all of us, here's what it means to live a life of Christ-likeness. That's why we have this one day a year right, when we set aside to say, look at these people who've gone before. There's, there's this beautiful prayer in the, in the prayer book. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, we, thank, uh, we give thanks to you, O Lord our God, for all your servants and witnesses of time past, for Abraham, the father of believers, and Sarah, his wife, for Moses, the lawgiver, and Aaron, the priest, for Miriam and Joshua, Deborah and Gideon, and Samuel with Hannah, his mother, for David, king over Israel, for Isaiah and all the prophets, for Mary, the mother of our Lord, for Peter and Paul and all the apostles, for Mary and Martha and Mary Magdalene, for Stephen, the first martyr, and all the martyrs and saints in every age and in every land. In your mercy, O Lord our God, give us as you gave to them the hope of salvation and the promise of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of many from the dead. These are our people. These are our stories. And so we remember them. We give thanks to God for them. And we tell the stories of them to one another to say, this is what it looks like to be faithful to God. This is what it looks like to be holy people to be saints, to grow into Christ's likeness. Well, I really love this, this idea that, that you bring up here because none, none of Benedict wasn't exactly like Francis, and Francis wasn't exactly like, you know, St. Teresa or any of the other ones. And it showed, I think, you know, it shows us, am I supposed to grow in Christ's likeness? Yes, I am. Does that mean that God wants to create a bunch of little robots who, who have to stop and ask what Jesus would do at every moment, or does he want us to, to live into that personality that he's given to us, the character, the giftings, and how does that look? It's not going to look the same for everyone. It's going to look different for Mother Teresa than it is for St. Benedict. Um, and that, that's beautiful. Hey, I can be a saint in the way in which God is calling me to be a saint, and I don't have to be exactly like, I can look at them and imitate them and want to be, take a little bit of this from St. Benedict, take a little bit of this from St. Teresa, a little bit from Francis, and, but I can be St. Rob. Exactly. There, there's a, a beautiful story, and, and I had not planned to mention this, so I, I, I'm at a loss for the name, but there was a, a Jewish sage, and I'll call him Shmuel. That wasn't his name, all right? That's his name now. That is, that, well, that's his name for, I, I need yeah. a name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he said, when I die and stand before God, God will not ask me, why were you not Moses? He will say, why were you not Shmuel? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, so so he's when we stand before God, Father Rob, he's not going to say, "Why were you not Francis?" Yeah, you know, "Why were you not Benedict?" Yeah, "Why were you not John the Baptist?" "Why were you not any of these other saints?" He might ask. Why did you not fully become the Rob that you yes. wanted you to be? Yes, you yes, know? exactly. That's the saint I had in mind. I had this silly notion, and that's why he and that's why he hates what we call sin, right? Because sin is, is stopping me from being fully Saint Rob. It stands in the way of your your full sainthood, yeah. right? I, I have this kind of foolish notion that God calls each one of us into being. Because each one of us can show a part of the character of God and reflect that into the world uniquely that no one else can. Wow! It's yeah. like there's this enormous diamond that is the character of God, and each of it, each of us, is a facet on it. That's beautiful. You know, and, and if we don't become fully ourselves, fully the saint that He's called us to be, then that little piece of the character of God doesn't get reflected beautifully into the world, yeah. and the world is is deprived of some of that color and glory. And That's beauty. a wonderful way to look at that. So yes, we're we're called to be saints, but called to be saints uniquely in the way God has created us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's no other yeah. Saint Ella in the world. There will never be another Saint Ella in the world. So either you will be Saint Ella, or there will never be a Saint Ella. You see what see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's God's unique calling to you. Be who you have been made to be with all the gifts that, that He has uniquely given you. That's your sainthood. That's awesome. That's wow. All right. So um, we talked about us, what saints are. Mm -hmm. So what is All Saints Day? It's a day to celebrate to celebrate saints, and mostly the ones that we. It seems like mostly the ones that we see on um, the pictures and things like that, but. I mean, if I just dressed up as myself. There you go. Well, how would you? How would? Um, how would things change for you if you if you saw yourself as a saint in school? I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. It's hard. It's really hard to like think about that because of all like the mixed religions in school. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, there is a lot of different religions um, in school, but you can still be a light for yourself. There's, there's mm -hmm. the answer to it is 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 really in our in our daily Karad catechesis. Um, it's all wrapped up in this. What is it? Two big rules. Yeah, the two big rules: love God, love others. Right. That's it. That those are your, our guiding principles when it comes to how to live out our our sainthood. In our daily lives, yes, I love that because that's that's essentially what the saints show us how to do very well. Mm -hmm. Th these are people who have been overcome by the love of God, mm -hmm. so that they can return that love to Him supremely. And because of that, because they love God supremely, only then can they rightly love everything else around them—their brothers and mm -hmm. sisters. Or in, in Francis' case, for example, only because he loved God as creator could he then love everything that God had created. Mm -hmm. Could he love the world? So we sometimes see Francis as, as uh, you know, the great first environmentalist. Well, no, he didn't love nature for its own sake. He loved nature because it was created by God and it reflected the creator. So 
the first big rule, right? Love God. Okay, do that. The saints did it so well. And then because of that, we can love everything else. We can love our neighbors. Yeah. So you're right. If you go back to those two rules, you won't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let me let me mention yeah. one thing, because I don't want there to be some confusion. Um, we are all saints. Okay, all of those in Christ Jesus living faithfully are saints. But there are those we've mentioned who, who are just heroically so. They, they live lives of great virtue. You talk about the virtues, don't you? They do this so well. So they live really virtuous lives. Or they give themselves completely for the gospel. Some even dying for the gospel. Okay, These, these are the saints of the church. So All Saints Day is the day set aside for honoring those particular people, the saints, the ones that the, the church has pointed to and said, these are reliable witnesses of what it's like to live in Christ. There's a day after that, which would be November 2nd, which is called the Commemoration of All Souls. Okay? And that's the day when we remember all of the faithful departed that may never be singled out by the church mm -hmm. as being among the saints, but who nonetheless lived faithful lives and were, can I say, ordinary saints. <laughs> All right. So that's a day for me to remember, for example, people from this parish who lived faithful lives and have gone on now to be with the Lord. I honor them on that day. That's a day for me to remember my mom and dad who have died in the Lord. They lived faithful lives. They're among that group of saints now with the Lord. Okay. So on that day, uh, we, we remember all of those kind of nameless saints or saints that are known to us and maybe to us alone. You know? so, so we don't lose these ordinary saints. You know, we remember them too. It, it seems like we, we don't, either we don't hear about all souls or we've, we've merged these two days together. Um, what's up with that? Oh, that's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a mess because it takes us right back into to the battle uh, of the Reformation. Um, and, and it is a reaction against uh, some, some doctrinal elements and practices of the Roman Catholic Church um, that we rightly said aren't, aren't biblical. Mm -hmm. And that... Uh, we can't agree with. And that is essentially to divide the church into three parts. Uh, there's us. Okay? We're part of the church right now. We're called the church militant. Militant just means on the march, you know, trying to take the gospel out into to all of the world, doing the, the Great Commission, like we're called to do. Okay? There's those. Then there are these really holy people that we call the saints. And they're with God. Right now. In between those, well, what about the people who lived reasonably good lives? They, they were in Christ, but they weren't the saints. Okay, and they've died. Where are they? Well, the, the Roman Catholic Church would have said, and I'm, I'm simplifying everything here, they are in a place called purgatory. And, and they are being cleansed of the remaining sin they have when they died, so they can go to be with the saints. On All Souls Day, uh, 
prayers were offered particularly for those people. Right. People in purgatory. People in purgatory. The okay. souls who have not yet made it uh, to be saints, have not yet been purified sufficiently uh, to come into the presence of God. Well, the reformers rejected that whole notion of purgatory. It's, it's, in, our, it's in our 39 articles that we specifically reject that. Well, with that then gets lost this notion of all souls. Okay? And I think that's why it was de-emphasized and it was excluded from the prayer book. It's, it's come back as an optional observance, but it had been excluded from the prayer book earlier. I don't think we have to, to exclude it. Okay? I think we just have to rightly understand it. Yes, the church has those that we look to as particular examples, and the whole church looks to them as examples of, of holiness and, and, and right living. Okay, those are the saints. Fine, let's honor them on, on All Saints Day. But let's not forget, you know, we go up to our columbarium here, and, and for people who don't know what a columbarium is, it is where, where the ashes of people are, are placed um, in a church. Okay, so we have several past members, I don't want to say past members, they're still members of yeah, our church, yeah. but, but people who have died in the faith and whose ashes are now in our columbarium, okay, we don't want to forget them. They're with us mm -hmm. in this communion of saints. So we remember them particularly on All Souls Day. Okay. Not that they're in purgatory, they're, they're with the saints. Yeah. Okay. They're with Christ. Um, but we want to remember them and honor them. When, when uh, we were talking before um, the show, um, you mentioned, you know, you said there's this, the church uh, triumphant mm -hmm. and there's the church militant, but you mentioned a, kind of a, a reimagining that there is a third category there. What was, I can't remember what you... Well, the, the, the souls in purgatory were often referred to as the church expectant. Mm. They're not there yet. They're, they haven't been purified yet. So they are living in expectation of being purified sufficiently so that they can be in the presence of the Lord. And in my own thinking, for what it's worth, and my own thinking isn't worth much, but I simply think of the church, if we want to divide it into groups at all, of, of being the church militant, those of us who are still alive, still on march, still taking the gospel to the world, and everyone else being in the church expected. Oh yeah, sure. But, because... St. Francis, St. John the Baptist, Saints Peter and Paul, any of the ones we mentioned, they're not yet fully what they will be because the resurrection hasn't occurred yet. Mm -hmm. When they will receive their, their spiritual bodies and they will be fully what God intends them to be. So all of that still lies in the future. Okay? And, and so they're expecting even better things to come, just as, as we are. You know, when yeah. we join them, when, when, when we die and, and join that group of saints, we're still going to be expecting the resurrection. And until that comes, things aren't fully perfected yet. Uh, we go back to Romans 8, you know, where, where Paul talks about all creation is groaning in expectation, waiting for the revelation of the sons of God, waiting for Christ to come again and all things to be renewed. Well, that's where we all are. That's where mm -hmm. I think the saints are still, in expectation of better things yet to come. Yeah, that's, that's, that's beautiful. We're all part of the church expecting. 
Yeah. Right now, at this point, yeah, even though we're alive and part of the church yeah. militant, I'm still part of the church yeah. expected because, yeah. man, I expect great things to come in the future when yeah. Christ returns. Now, I mean, that's 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 the creed, right? Yeah, He will come again to judge the living and the dead. That's what we want because that's when everything finally gets put to rights. Yeah, and, and then we really we all become the church triumphant. There you go. At that point. At that point. It's beautiful because it reminds me that you know, although I I don't see people who I love who have died in the peace of Christ there's we're all still part of we're all still part of the church expected we're all still hoping for and longing for the fulfillment of of all things um, that's that's wonderful that's beautiful I get really frustrated with language um, because of being forced to use past tense language for mm -hmm. people who have died in Christ yeah well it's not past tense. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some kind of eternal present tense. Yeah. You know, that says, look, they're in the they're in the presence of Christ. Uh, Paul said, given the choice of staying alive and working or dying and being with Christ, I'll take dying and being with Christ every day. <laughs> right. Because that's better. Yeah. He said, now I will stick around for the sake of the church, but given my choice, I would rather go on and be with Christ. Well, that He's not saying I want to go on and be past tense, or I used to be. No, I want to be more alive than I right. am right now. Yes. And, and so we've got to look at the saints as being, in some sense, more alive than they ever were. Yeah. More alive than, than we are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I don't know how to deal with the language yeah. there, but it bothers me to have to talk about the saints in yes. that sense. Yes, absolutely. Well, what else about all saints? I don't know, Ellen, do you have any questions about All Saints? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, can I tell a small story? Yeah, about? please. It's kind, it kind of relates to what we were talking about. kind of doesn't. It, it, it's just a nice little story. Yeah. So yesterday I was at youth group, um, and we were talking, we were reading this, um, this book. Um, called the Jesus Creed and we were reading it and the author describes the Jesus Creed as what he said like these are the first the first commandment is like that and that I can't remember it you know the things we say at church yeah. mm -hmm. and like so we're we're all um, gonna try to say say that like when we get out of bed when we go to bed when we walk out of the house, when we walk into the house. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. If I had to kind of summarize a lot of this, the things that, that I think I would want people to know about All Saints there, the things that, that's important, is I would want to expand people's idea of what a saint is. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, don't look just to people of the past. Um, there's, a, there's a quote that I have over here, and I hadn't thought about it in this context till just now, but it, it's one of my favorite quotes. And it says, The only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy in life is not to become a saint. Yes. It's just a, a beautiful thing to me. What, what's my goal in life if someone says that? My answer ought to be quick, to become a saint. Yeah, absolutely. To, to be what I already am. Okay, and, and that's a strange way of talking, but Paul uses it all the time in the New Testament. He basically says, 
you all are saints. Now, become saints. <laughs> you know, he's, he's basically saying live into the reality of what you already are. Yes. Live up to it. Be it. Become it. Okay, you have been declared holy and righteous in Jesus. Now live holy and righteous lives. Yeah. Become saints. Okay, so the only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy is not to become what we have been declared to be yeah. already in Christ. So I, I would want us to think that way about saints, that I am surrounded by saints every day. Okay, That I am a saint and I've been called to live as a saint. And there are these great clouds of this this great cloud of witnesses that have gone before, the ones we call the saints, who show us how to do that and show us what it's like. But I would hate to see us make any real sharp distinction between us and them. I think they would say, no, no, no. Don't don't put us up on a pedestal. Yeah. Put Christ up on the pedestal. We're all looking to him. Now, if it helps you to imitate us, to walk with us in our journey, then do that. But we're always looking to Him and walking toward Him. Yeah, I, it occurs to me that if, if we put the emphasis solely on the official saints that we see in icons, that we're kind of creating a superhero effect uh, for, the church, for people in the church because um, they are other than us. They have been endued with some kind of special supernatural and Superman, uh, you know, is an alien and he's got this power from his planet, you know. Um, I can't be like Superman. But I can, but I can be like, like Batman because he's, because he, <laughs> right? Because he's a person. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can... I, Oh, if, if, if I'm not that far removed from Francis, from St. Francis, maybe I could, maybe I couldn't animate him. Maybe I can become St. Ella, right? And you see how Francis became St. Francis. Oh my goodness. He, he, he we probably can't even talk he, about he that. Always, well, you know, probably not. Probably um, not appropriate. <laughs> there's a story that came to mind as you were saying that. Uh, Michael Card is a Christian musician yeah. and author. You may know him. He was introducing Phil Kagey uh, uh, on, a, on a video. And Phil Kagey is, he's the musician's musician. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of, of playing guitar, he's the one that everyone would like to be like. I mean, he's just, he's phenomenal in what he does. And Michael Card, in introducing him, says, there are two kinds of geniuses in the world. He says, there's the genius that you look at and you say, Oh, I could never be like that. And so you just put your guitar away and say, I'm never going to play again. And then there's the kind of, of musical genius you look at and you say, Oh, yeah, he's really good. That makes me want to be better. I'm going to practice more so I can be like him. And he said, Phil Kagey is a genius of that kind. Mm. He makes you want to be better and believe you can be better than you are. Mm. That's what we're talking about with yeah. the saints. And we've got to be careful not to put them on such a pedestal that they become geniuses of the first kind. Yes. And we say, oh, we could never be that. And we build in an excuse for us to live these mediocre lives. We want them, and the church wants us to look at them as geniuses of the second kind. Oh, that's what it's like. I could be a little better. I can be a little bit more like them and be a little bit more like Christ. By being more like them, I'm, I'm going to do that. 
That's what I'm going to commit myself to. <laughs> that's awesome. That's the saints. Yeah. That's yeah. the saints. And that's why we, we hold them up, not to show how far apart they are from right. us, but to show us how to get to where they are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, genius is of the second kind. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's attainable. Yeah, it is attainable. With the grace of God. By yeah. the grace of God. Grace that's of God. exactly right. And that's yeah. the only way they attained it. And they'd be right. the first to tell you that. Right. Oh, this is not because we're so good. <laughs> it's because of the grace of God working in us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's awesome. Okay. So, any questions for Father John, Ella? I think I'm good. Do you have any questions you imagine that um, other um, people your age or younger are might be asking that we didn't answer? I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, anything else for us, Father John? I, I think that uh, I think we've covered it pretty well. I'm looking forward to All Saints Day. Yes. It is yeah. a holy day. And we get to do it really twice. Yeah. Because we'll do it on the day, and then we get to also celebrate it on the Sunday after. Yes. So it's a wonderful, a wonderful day, two days yeah. in the church. Okay, so All Saints Day is November 1st. And on the Sunday following that, um, we'll also um, remember um, All Saints Day. Thank you, Father John. We really appreciate having you. Well, thank um, you, St. Ella and St. Rob. This was fun <laughs> to be with you today. Uh, you too, St. John. Um, wait a minute. There's several St. Johns, isn't there? There are. St. <laughs> John I'm of Knoxville. I'm surrounded by them. St. John of Knoxville. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, have a good day. And remember uh, to be kind to yourself and everyone else. Love God and love others. All right. Have a good day. Bye.